Hello and welcome to this second episode of City Songs Introducing. Uh, today I'm really pleased to be joined by Jess. Hey Jess. Hello. Good to see you. Um, so if uh, if you've been around at City Church for a little while, uh, I guess even just a few weeks, you will have seen Jess uh, being one of our wonderful worship leaders. Uh, I guess people may not know also that uh, Jess is quite an experienced songwriter with, was it two EPs now under your belt? Just about, yeah. Just, just got some songs in the second EP at the moment. <laughs> Great, and and probably a lot more songs than that besides, I imagine, over, over the years. There's a few, but yeah, many that will never see the light of day, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, always always the way, isn't it? Um, but tell us, um, I guess, being a relatively prolific songwriter, if I can say that, um, tell us sort of how it how it all started, your your sort of songwriting journey. Um, I think it sort of started back when I was a teenager, to be honest. Um, I probably picked up the guitar a few years before and then um, kind of teaching myself covers and of songs, you know, other people's songs and um, just, yeah, thought I'd give it a go. I think I had a couple of my um, closest friends that used to write songs together and I thought, that looks fun, I'd like to join in. Um, but yeah, sort of mostly just wrote kind of... Um, on my own without sort of really telling anyone what I was doing to be honest so so what what were your very first songs about um to be honest I think even like a sort of 15 16 year old I was kind of mostly still writing songs that were kind of influenced or shaped in some way by my faith um and yeah so I think that's kind of always been like my main sort of influence I suppose in terms of writing cool so so how how does a song come about? I mean, what what sort of what inspires you? Makes you think, oh, I've got to write a song about that or whatever. <laughs> I wish I knew. I'm trying to figure that out. To be honest, like I I think mostly a lot of the songs that I've written is just for me, like a way of kind of processing life and you know, um, I guess just sort of asking questions. But I always want to bring myself back to the truth. Um, so I hope that um, the songs that I've written have a sort of uplifting or hopeful kind of um, message to them. But um, yeah, I think in terms of inspiration, um, mo yeah, mostly it's just kind of, you know, general day-to-day -day stuff of life. But there have been times where, you know, I've been watching something on TV and that's kind of sparked some inspiration or, I don't know, read something in a book. That doesn't happen so often, to be honest. But um, you know, it could be anything, but I'm trying to figure that out at the moment. I feel like I'm very lacking in inspiration um, in the current climate. <laughs> yeah, life's not quite so interesting in um, in lockdown, yeah. is it? Not not quite as much stimulation. But um, but so so when so you get some sort of inspiration, and what does it look like then for you? Do you say right, I'm going to have a now a songwriting session. I'm going to dedicate the next hour to writing, and you sit down, or does it is it more informal than that, or yeah, I think I'm I'm not very, um, what's the word? I'm not very sort of structured, I think, in terms of songwriting. Um, so normally I just, I mean, I'm very good at, I think, um, not finishing things. So I quite often um, have quite a few ideas on the go. And it takes quite a lot, I think, for me to sit down and think this is really worth kind of finishing. Um, so actually in first lockdown, I did, I set myself like a songwriting um, project so I set myself the challenge of finishing 10 songs in 30 days 
um, which I managed to do, and I was so proud of myself. Cause but I, I loved that. I loved, I loved your little picture of all the chocolate bars. Oh, yeah. And you get to have one every time you finish a song. Yeah, and I, I think with a couple of emergency situations, I didn't have any other chocolate for the rest of the month unless I finished a song. I think there were a couple of bad days. But um, yeah, so that was like double proud of myself, I think. Well, no, that's that's really impressive. So, um, so we, we're today talking about um, your song "Sovereign Lord." Uh, I have to say, I I loved this song from the, like, the very first version that you sent to me. I was sitting with with Anna at home and um, uh, and just opened it up and played it, and oh, just so sort of beautiful and slightly haunting as well in in some ways, and just I mean, I, I, it. it feels very much a bit like a modern psalm in a way in that it's this this great combination of uh of, of heartfelt honesty on the one hand and faith on the other hand um so tell us a bit about about how that song came about um i think i i wrote that at the start of the very first lockdown so kind of like march april time last year um and I, I mean, I think as far as I can remember, <laughs> looking back, um, I, in that, in the first kind of couple of weeks of lockdown, I actually found it really hard to sort of know how to worship God in that context. Um, and it, like, it wasn't, I didn't want to worship God or that, you know, I was cross or anything, you know, it's, I just sort of was so kind of overwhelmed and like, didn't really know what was going on. And it sort of felt like the world was falling apart a little bit. Um, so I think that I really wrote that song as just a way of trying to um, express what I was feeling at the time. Because I, th I think the thing that I kept coming back to is that, like, I don't know what's going on, but God is sovereign. God's kind of got it all in hand. Um, so just kind of to remind myself and to sort of sing the truth to myself, I guess, and kind of point myself to God. Um, yeah, even though it kind of seemed like, I don't know, the world is ending. So. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, um, I think for for a lot of people, they've had that very much that similar experience, that sense of just what on earth is is going on. Um, yeah. You know, finding finding the solid ground underneath one's feet not quite so solid anymore in in, in that sense. And and I guess uh, I mean the, the first verse evokes very much the, the the story of Jesus walking on the water and mm -hmm. um, Peter stepping out of out of the boat but but seeing the wind and waves around him was that that sort of part of your thinking as you were as you were writing it um so i think i was actually thinking of the time in the bible i think this is in the bible um you can cut it out <laughs> not, um, when um we'll, we'll, we'll cut out any heresy here before yeah, you, please do. <laughs> um when jesus is asleep in the boat with the disciples and yep. um yep. and then I think he sort of tells the wind and the waves to calm down and they're like, what, who, who is this, you know? Um, and he sort of calms the storm. So that, that was actually the, the sort of the, I guess, the story that I had going around my mind when I wrote that bit. Sure. Great. And so I guess do you, it seems like, um, I mean, it's quite interesting. I read something the other day from somebody who, um, who said in his experience, there are two kinds of songwriters. There are people who, uh sort of write because they or people who need to write and then there are sort of people who write when they need to in a way um i think i guess personally i fall a bit more into the second category i'm sort of fairly happy not songwriting but sometimes when when i feel like there's an 
need to fill a gap or to to, mm-hmm. to to for some kind of purpose then you know I apply myself to sitting down and, and writing something mm-hmm. uh, not that I actually ever sit down to to write I just kind of tend tend to uh to, to think about lyrics and melodies as I wander around and do my normal stuff to be honest okay. mm-hmm. but um but yeah I guess do you think for you you're more of a sort of writing is part of the expression and experience of of processing what you're thinking and engaging with God I I think it probably is to be honest yeah I think that's um you know even if it's just like like a line or a verse or something that you know never turns into anything I think that um that is sort of one of my main I guess ways of expression I suppose yeah yeah Um, yeah yeah so so I guess in a way you didn't have any particular wider agenda for the song when you when you wrote it um but, no, I don't think so. yeah. but I think you sort of sent it to me to saying I, I guess we were starting to talk about encouraging a bit more songwriting as a church generally and and I think you sent it to me saying I've written this song you know what do you think with this with this work for the church yeah yeah I think I I mean when I first wrote it I don't think I wrote it with that in mind but I think I also did think it probably feels slightly more congregational than a lot of other songs that I've written and so I suppose I'd had it for a little while and just thought, I, you know, I've got this song, I might as well just send it and just see if you've got any feedback. Um, Cause otherwise it's just a song that's sort of, you know, gathering dust a little bit. So um, yeah, it was yeah really encouraging to sort of get your thoughts on it. And, um, yeah. To work yeah. On it. Yeah. I mean, I, I have to say for, for myself, I loved working on it with you. Um, it was just, I found it so easy and, and such a pleasure to, to work with you on that, I, 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 uh, you're amazingly sort of easygoing and humble songwriter. I think oh. in a way, you know, it's it's a uh, it's a real gift in in a songwriter. I think to like not be overly precious about like this is my song and don't you mess with my lyrics and so on. But you know, just like being able to sort of just talk about stuff and whether it works and whether it doesn't work, um, I think is is so important. I mean, have you worked with sort of many other people when you do songwriting before or you um, tend to mainly work on your own? Yeah, no, mostly just on my own. To be honest, I hadn't, I think it's, yeah, I hadn't really done any co-writing before. Um, so I don't, yes, yeah, don't really know how it works, to be honest. So it was, <laughs> it was kind of fun to, um, yeah, to work on it. Yeah, no, it's great. And I, and I enjoy being involved in sort of doing a bit of songwriting without actually having to do the hard work of coming up with the, <laughs> with all the basic stuff in there. <laughs> in the first place so um so so no it's really great um i guess as we as we close any sort of um closing thoughts on the song or sort of as we go into this we're going to sermon series all around um stories from the storm but maybe what what the song has meant for you and how it's helped you through through these times um the what what this song has yeah yes uh, yeah um I mean, oh gosh, I don't know. <laughs> um, I think, I think just to sort of, rem- I don't know. I think like without God, things feel really shaky and uncertain. Um, so I think I just wanted to kind of remind myself and um, hopefully, yeah, all of us that um, that God is unshakable and constant and faithful. Um, and all of those things that, um, yeah, when everything else feels a bit uncertain and, um, yeah, just kind of to remind myself of the truth, really. 
Great. And, and I think it, it does that brilliantly. And I think it's going to serve us really well as a church in this, um, in this season. Um, so yeah, say so thank you, Jess. And um, if you're listening to this and you haven't heard the song yet, it's up on our SoundCloud account as well. Do take a listen. Um, do let the, the, the truth of the, the song go down deep into your heart and stir faith and, and bring peace and um, encourage you to, to worship our great God. So thanks, Jess. And thank uh, you. see you on the next episode. <laughs>